My brothers and sisters, the Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Herod was the one who had John the Baptist arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he had heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. She had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. Herodias' own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? She replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request, I want you to give me at once, on a platter, the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. This Mass today for the memorial of the Passion of St. John the Baptist has one of the most fascinating passages that we get from the Gospel of Mark. This is the only time that St. Mark, who is likely transcribing for St. Peter, goes off in such detail with a narrative event about anyone other than Jesus to such great lengths. And it's a striking narrative. We hear how Herod has John the Baptist arrested because John points out he's violating a law and the commandments by first having an adulterous affair with his brother's wife and then marrying her. Think about the fact, though, that Herod could have simply had him killed then and there. If he had really wanted to, it was in his authority, it was in his power. And in other gospel accounts, they say that that was because he was afraid of angering the crowds. But Mark points out that Herod fears John because he knew John to be a righteous man and he liked listening to him. That's the first thing for us to reflect on. Just because we're suffering temptation at some point in our lives or even if we've fallen or in the state of sin, that doesn't mean that we're still not attracted to truth and to goodness. For Herod, he knows what he's doing is wrong. He knows he's made mistakes. He knows his life's a mess. And even though Herod has John locked up, he's still listening to him. He's still attracted to that. Mark says he liked listening to him. Maybe Herod 
liked the idea of truly repenting. Maybe Herod heard in that something hopeful for him, a potential not just for him personally, but that could affect the entire region. But look what happens. He's gotten too comfortable with his sinful lifestyle, with his bad choices. He's surrounded himself by people who have closed their minds and their hearts to God's word. And the more that he does that, the more it's going to dull and numb him. He does something that Jews didn't even really do at the time, celebrating his birthday. That was something that the secular world was doing. And then he does so with great debauchery. He allows the daughter of his wife to perform the seductive dance for him and what was mostly a male audience who were no, no doubt oogling all over her as they're getting more and more drunk. And in the mess of it all, he does something else that Jews were very, very careful about doing, which was making an oath. Ask whatever you want. You can hear him even like slurring. I'll give you half my kingdom. Which he wasn't even able to do. He would never have been able to fulfill that if she came back and said, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll take that. It was probably the kind of the thing that at the moment he said it, he probably looked at the faces of everyone and was like, oh, crap, what did I just say? Like, you know, I can't do that. That Herodias' daughter comes back not asking for that as a short-lived relief when he learns what, she, in fact, she does want, the head of John the Baptist. No one speaks up. Herod sends one of his goons to do what he could never do or to face John one last time. Theologically, there's a lot of significance to this. John was the prophet meant to prepare the way for his cousin Jesus. So the church always saw Mark highlighting the similarities between the imprisonment and death of John and the passion of Jesus. Herod and Pilate both acknowledged the holiness of a life over whom they have unjust exercise of power of condemnation and death. The hatred of Herodias parallels the Jewish leader's hatred for Jesus. And after the deaths of both of them, very well-disposed persons take the bodies of their victims and Herod and Pilate give them their respectful burials. But for our reflection today, we're meant to remember how easy it is to be like Herod. That we can relate to knowing the right thing even when we've done the wrong thing. We can feel that tension between wanting to make a change but worrying about what our friends, what our family are going to say. Falling into sin by our unchecked desires, our basis instincts, even our pride and weakness. But we get to decide what will be next. Will we choose faith over fear? Herod is all about fear, while John the Baptist's life is consumed in faith in the power of God's word that's come to save us. As powerful as Herod was and by his word, John the Baptist loses his life. But while Herod's fear resulted in John's head being cut off, Herod and his fear could not cut off John's message and the call to faith that still resounds to this very day. Behold, Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. Where Herod thought first and only of himself and of his desires, John the Baptist prepares the way for another, one who is mightier than he, and whose death and resurrection brings salvation to the world. There's no question that we have that temptation and capacity to sin, but we also have the ability and the grace to repent. 
And we have the forgiveness and mercy of God when we do. May we, with God's help, testify as John the Baptist did to this good news. May God protect us from all evil through all of our days. And may we have the courage to allow our faith to overcome any of the fears that is causing us to to resist that call of John to repent. For God's kingdom is at hand.